0: Hey, hey,
1: welcome to episode 16. But you guys should just stop listening to us right now.
0: Completely turn this episode off.
1: Delete every single podcast episode that you've ever downloaded of ours
0: because even though we spend so many hours Mm. doing this just because we want to help people our intention is so good and so pure
1: and maybe there's been some helpful advice that you've gotten but you should forget about it
0: totally because you know what down the line we might just do something that's not okay and just forget everything else
1: forget about it because you know we've gone outside our bubble with this podcast we've talked about personal things and who knows in 10 years from now, maybe the subjects that we've discussed are totally inappropriate. 10 years yeah, from now, they
0: might offend someone.
1: Mm, we talk about sex
0: Oof, yeah, and all
1: kinds of other and stuff, and we talk
0: about stuff that's hard to confront. Yeah, you know, it takes big people, and there's gonna be someone down the line who's maybe a small person and does not like to be shown what we're saying.
1: So they're gonna attack us, mm-hmm. and then they're gonna find us, and we might just be canceled. Mm-hmm. And once we're canceled, everything else is completely irrelevant
0: yeah it doesn't matter if we helped you get out of any bad situation in your life or gave you any good advice we do one thing wrong we're terrible people
1: yeah and you know what podcast aside we're gonna be canceled in every aspect of our oh, life yeah who knows over the next 10 years what we do our but kids
0: should just like disown us yeah at that point.
1: practically and any friends should just look at us the wrong way mm-hmm. because that my friends is cancel culture. Yeah. And that's the subject of today's podcast, cancel culture. Let's discuss it because this is overtaking society literally mm-hmm. and it's something that's becoming more prevalent across relationships. So this still applies to relationships because friendships get ruined, working relationships get ruined, any kind of healthy thing that happens if somebody finds something that you are worth canceling it's over. That relationship Mm -hmm. is destroyed.
0: Yeah. And we want to talk about your role in it, whether it's a famous person or someone in your personal life, how it is so important and you have such a high responsibility in ending this cancel culture.
1: Right. We feel pretty strongly about it and we've seen how it started to spread. And there's certain things that we can do to say no to what's happening.
0: Yeah, and you know, we actually googled what cancel culture is, and we'll read you guys a definition on it, but it's actually just, to me, sounds insane that it's even a thing. Right. I I just feel like it's so obviously wrong. Mm -hmm. I don't get how so many people are jumping onto this cancel trend.
1: Yeah, so let's look at what is cancel culture. First of all, this actually originated on Twitter, as far as I understand. But according to dictionary.com, cancel culture refers to the popular practice of withdrawing support for meaning cancelling, public figures and companies after they have done or said something considered objectionable or offensive.
0: (laughs) Yeah. So... I think we should start off by just like kind of explaining something that is offensive. I don't uh, I don't get how other people can blame someone else for something being offensive to them. Mm -hmm. Like that is just bizarre.
1: I think that also in the past few years things have just escalated in being offensive. Mm -hmm. 50 years ago things were not that offensive and believe me the same types of things were said even worse.
0: Yeah or they were offended but they didn't they couldn't do anything about it it's like if you're offended you sit and cry by your like who cares that you're offended right why does it need to be someone else's problem
1: life can be offensive it doesn't mean that you now get canceled but that's what's happening now and it's not only offensive objectionable objectionable meaning you could object to it you could say i don't like it or that's not okay
0: Mm -hmm. it's your viewpoint fully
1: correct so someone could do something that mariah doesn't like and she could object to it and i could look at it and say i don't see the big deal Mm -hmm. but if mariah doesn't like it and enough people agree with mariah that person can be canceled, meaning, again, withdrawing support for them. You withdraw your support completely. So you had it before, you liked them before, and it's gone.
0: Mm -hmm. So let's just get right into it and why, first of all, withdrawing support is not good. When someone does something wrong or says something considered wrong to people, that's when they need the most support, Mm -hmm. especially when they have proven themselves. Usually the people that get canceled are the people who are more famous or more popular or whatever. So they've obviously done something good to be noticed or people liked them to begin with for them to be in that space. So if they're doing something that's not okay to a group of people, why would you not want to? help them. That's when they need the most support. That's when they need extra love and to be taught and educated properly. Most of the time it just comes from not being fully educated on a topic.
1: Right, exactly. Because the thing is that when there's any form of hate, all it means is that there was love there before. Mm -hmm. You don't not like someone that you don't know so first there has to be some degree of liking for there to be any dislike so people first of all need to remember that you loved the person before and now they're doing something you don't like don't forget everything that came before that a lot of these celebrities that are getting canceled we looked up to we learned from and now they did something that you don't like give them like mariah said give them your support through it all you don't doesn't mean you need to agree with what they did that was wrong but you don't have to write them off completely
0: Mm -hmm. and you can look at them and say you know they have such good intention and they've done so much good that this one bad thing that they did doesn't define them exactly that's what's so annoying i think right now is that people are messing up or using something that they did 10 years ago to define who they are today and that sucks to live in that shadow of
1: your past yeah that to me is the worst when people are taking something from the past digging it up and saying that wasn't okay today because Mm -hmm. that is like What can you even do with that?
0: Yeah, what's the point of even changing or being better if you're always it always goes back to that one time back ten years ago? And we all have done something that we're not proud of, more than one thing.
1: Exactly, and I I want to also be clear that people are getting canceled over things that are not major major things. Like it's one thing to dig up the fact that the person was a rapist. That's Mm -hmm. I'm not talking about something that extreme. I'm talking about someone made a racist tweet which I'm not for but they did that years ago the correct way to handle that would them apologizing now maybe maybe everybody says look that wasn't okay they apologize and we move on but not destroy yeah, their or, careers
0: or if anything have them take responsibility and be like what can you do to like make up for the damage I if like there that. was damage correct you know like someone being canceled because let's say that they were rude to their coworkers not okay mm-hmm. is it the end of the world no Right. But like, just have them make up for it.
1: Yeah. So people are really getting destroyed by things that they can't change. And then there is the other aspect of people getting canceled for things that they did now. And it's usually a minor mistake. Mm -hmm. For example, I don't want to even get into names, but there's a famous celebrity that made some very hardcore anti-Semitic statements. Anti-Semitic meaning against Jews. And I'm Jewish. Now, I heard it and I thought to myself, I can't believe he said that. But I wouldn't destroy his career over that. You see what I mean? So when people are doing things in life, anything, a lot, they're opening themselves more for little slip-ups. It Mm -hmm. happens when you're living life. Mm -hmm. If you're a driver and your job all day is to drive, your odds of an accident are higher. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So people are making mistakes in life. They can correct them and move on. But that doesn't mean everything is ruined. That's what I can't drive home hard enough.
0: It's just not the right justice for it, you know?
1: Yeah, exactly. And justice basically means... There's group agreements of how we all like to live. And if somebody does something that's not according to the agreements, what the group does is puts justice on them. That's the definition of justice, where you put some pressure on the person to get back in line with the group's agreements of what works. So justice is only justice up to the point that the guy says, whoa, whoa, I got it. I'm sorry for what I did. And I agree to continue operating like a good group member. That's a good thing. But most people go into injustice. Injustice means they beat you down. They beat a dead horse. The person has already agreed and said, okay, I'm sorry, I apologize, and I'm gonna be back in line. And now everybody says, yeah, but you're still wrong. And they keep beating him down for it. He already agreed. Now you're going into injustice. So this starts going hard into injustice, canceling them completely.
0: Yeah, and injustice is actually... Sometimes it ends up being more harmful than what the person actually did.
1: It's and very harmful. It
0: ru- ruins them.
1: It's extraordinarily destructive to, be, mm-hmm. to do injustice to someone.
0: Mm-hmm. I was going to say that I feel like why people want to make others so wrong is because it's like an endless cycle. They've been made wrong mm-hmm. so many times that now they feel like they need to make someone wrong to make them more right, or to be like, see, you do it too. And it's been doing this for so long that now it's getting to the point where everyone wants to be offended about something.
1: Right. It's crazy. People are literally, there are people, I'm not saying everyone, there are people that all day long are just sniffing to find something you do wrong. They just can't wait. We have a friend, I'm not even going to mention the name again. He made a funny mistake where he was playing chess, (laughs) and he took a photo, he doesn't know how to play chess, and he took a photo... And posted it of him playing chess, and it was wrong. He yeah. made the wrong move. But
0: he did it with, like, a motivational... The The post was meant to be good. It was right. meant to motivate, and his intention was to help people.
1: Yeah, he had a cool quote with it. Now, he posted it on Twitter, and he's somewhat well-known in the, in the world that he is in. I don't want to be specific. Anyway, he got hammered. People were literally, like, offended by the fact that he did posted it... a photo playing chess the, the wrong, wrong way. way. I mean...
0: How small of a game in life do you have to play to be offended by something like that
1: it's unbelievable
0: i it's ugh. it really <laughs> and, like blows my mind yeah. I, it sounds like I'm being dramatic about but it really blows my mind how how What is going
1: on in this world? Yeah. When people are doing good things, people sniff out trying to bring them down. Mm -hmm. They're just trying to chop down a beautiful tree. And I don't agree with it at all. So let's dive into what can we do? What is our part in not agreeing with cancel culture?
0: Yeah. I think we should start off by acknowledging how someone gets offended, what being offended really is. Yeah.
1: What's the mechanism there, right? Mm -hmm. And what are the principles behind it? So I think, first of all, that you need to know that you create your own feelings.
0: And this is so hard to confront. It's a bitter pill to swallow. (laughs) It's one of the hardest things for me personally, Mm -hmm. but it's so true. Like If your feelings are hurt, you create your feelings.
1: Yeah. It doesn't matter what you got offended by. That's on you. Mm -hmm. You did that. Okay, so when you don't like that someone did something wrong, you really need to take responsibility and say that you got offended. They didn't do anything to you. Mm. You did it to yourself. I know it's hard. You probably want to exit out from this podcast, (laughs) but that is the truth.
0: Mm -hmm. And if you don't believe it, what you can think about is how like a comedian, for example, will give a joke Mm -hmm. and you'll have a room full of people. There'll be most of the people laughing, but there'll be someone that's upset about it. What the joke is the same. The only difference is, is that person's viewpoint listening to the joke.
1: Yeah. And comedians is a great example. I love stand up comedy. And I know that comedians these days can't say the same jokes they could even 10 years ago because everyone's offended. Yeah. When you can't laugh about a subject that a comedian puts forth, to some degree, I think it's an irresponsibility, and I mm-hmm. think that you are dying because you can't communicate and laugh about subjects Mm -hmm. don't die laugh i mean laughter is beautiful it doesn't matter how sensitive the topic is i'm not saying it's right to laugh at sensitive topics but there are circumstances where you should it's a comedy enjoy it
0: yeah we always make the analogy of like life's a game Mm -hmm. and that your attitude should be in games also you should be light and fun and oh, oh that sucks but you know what it's it's just a game and if you're not able to laugh at jokes like that when they're meant to be, like, you go into a, watching a comedian thing because you want that game. That, mm-hmm. that.
1: that experience. You want yes. that experience of being with them, laughing about topics that aren't usually laughed about.
0: Yeah. Yeah. How do you get offended when you know that it's a joke? You know that the person doesn't actually really believe that.
1: Yeah. Think if you couldn't make jokes about yourself. Imagine the person that just can't laugh at themselves, right? There
0: are people like that. There are many people. <laughs> but
1: So think of one example of a person like that. They're dead. You can't laugh at yourself. I mean, mm-hmm. the, the guy that can, that can make jokes, that can be light and enjoy... That is a person that's alive and fun and you want to be around them.
0: Mm -hmm. And if you have to walk on eggshells around people, you're not going to be able to create and do things that are needed in this world to be better.
1: Exactly. People are
0: going to be so scared to do stuff and it's like there's no creation there and it's harmful for everyone. It is. And that's why I think people don't realize how the cancel culture actually is very destructive not just for that person that you're canceling, but it makes everyone else who wants to create and do something special, like even us, we want to help. It makes you say, like, oh, we don't, we don't want to give any examples in this podcast because it's gonna, there's gonna be someone who's offended. It's like mm-hmm. it, it will do more good than bad. Yes.
1: yes, it is exactly. Let me, you know what? I want to take it to, and don't call me a conspiracy theorist. I should play like ooh, <laughs> music in the background <laughs> exactly. right now, but listen, let's take this to the extreme for a second. The whole purpose here with cancel culture is to make people scared to talk. Because if you can't talk and you're worried about offending and then destroying your own career by something you say, it shuts people up and it makes people not want to do and it makes people afraid. That is the direction that people are going. So if we took cancel culture to the extreme and right now it's just the beginning of cancel culture and no one can say anything and things that you say are censored and you can't use certain words – It goes into an Orwellian society. Orwellian is George Orwell's book, 1984. You should read it if you haven't. And it basically talks about a society that's very controlled, very censored, and where Big Brother is watching you. And that is the direction that cancel culture is actually going to go. End of my conspiracy theory. (laughs) So back to practical, right? But that really is actually, I want to say, that's really where we're going.
0: Okay, so let's go into the next thing. But just to wrap that up, if you are offended, handle yourself. Mm -hmm. Okay, don't blame the other person and it's okay. I'm not saying that it's a bad thing to be offended If you want to be offended your emotions are valid They're just not valid enough to blame someone else
1: fully agreed.
0: Yeah, okay, let's go to the next part
1: so now let's talk about what is the appropriate reaction to canceling because we're not saying people don't do wrong things even celebrities and it's not necessarily excusable so how do you handle it?
0: Yeah I think for me what I have been aware of and what I noticed is usually the ones who are the loudest at saying like cancel this person cancel I don't know like sometimes I'll look into their profile and be like who is this person that's being so like you know it's like injustice like we were talking about and I go on their profile and I'm like their bio alone is terrible like it's more offensive than what the person did.
1: Yeah, and they're aggressive in general and they just are angry at everyone.
0: Yeah, and it made me realize that the loudest people that are wanting to cancel the most usually have done more harm themselves. You know that concept that's like, if you point your fingers, you have three fingers pointing back at you? Yep. I feel like it's the same thing, so why, if I saw someone tweeting, cancel this person, my first thought would be, what did this person do that for why they want to make this person so wrong? And why would I take this person's advice?
1: Yeah, exactly. Why get on board with them? They're spreading. Hate. I think the thing to know is anything that spreads hate that makes life less fun, that makes life less light, is wrong. That's a general
0: rule. 100%. Literally, yeah, anything. I was going to say, even in politics, it's okay to have your viewpoint on something, but when you're spreading it in a hateful way, Mm-hmm. It becomes invalid, in my opinion.
1: Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't. Know, I don't know if I would say it's fully, fully invalid because there might be something true, but it's not the right handling if it's filled with the di- direction of reducing life as opposed to increasing mm-hmm. life. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think that it's really a key thing to know that people do things wrong. I'm telling you, you're listening to this. I've done things wrong, so has Mariah, and so have you. I'm
0: probably still doing things. Right? <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, that's probably why we're going to get canceled yeah. at some point in time. Uh, but the thing is, we've done things wrong. Now, especially when you're in the limelight, meaning you're doing a lot, meaning you've touched many people, you are putting yourself more at risk for someone to dig up something wrong. So first of all, yeah, they did something wrong. We got it. I'm not saying it's right. I'll give you one example. We have a friend. I'm not, again, going to name names. <laughs> but anyway, I have a friend. His cousin was one of the biggest people. He was an editor of a major magazine for years. This guy came in and made the magazine what it was. I mean, this guy was genius and did so much good for society over 15 years. Someone went back, dug up something he did, which is not okay, but nothing major. He didn't rape anyone, not even close. And that was canceling him. He had news articles about him all over the world, actually, about this guy. He got fired from his job and his career was effectively destroyed because they found something that happened, I think, nine years ago and it destroyed his career, destroyed his life completely. Now, what would have been the appropriate reaction to that? What do you think?
0: I think talk to him. He can apologize. If it's so bad that people are like, the apology isn't enough, say, okay, what would you like to do to make up the damage if you offended whatever, like this culture, or this, that, whatever it was, Mm -hmm. what would you like to do to make amends? And move on. Like, I don't get how him being canceled after building such an amazing magazine. By Mm -hmm. making the magazine successful, it opened up job opportunities.
1: Endless good he did.
0: Yeah. And now it's like, why? I don't get it. From one thing. Like, literally, it was a one-day thing.
1: And it wasn't illegal, by the way. Not even close to illegal. It was just something that people were very offended by. I mean, the appropriate reaction is the guy needs to apologize. The guy needs to take responsibility. We need to feel that, hey, he's handling it. But Mm -hmm. to fire him? And by the way,
0: I also I just want to say mm -hmm. if he's in the limelight and did something bad, I think it's perfect for him to use his platform, make an example of of how to handle it and almost use his limelight to show you know
1: what I mean? I I do I know, I get what you're saying. He there's it's an opportunity to set an example for how to handle it.
0: Instead of just removing him completely, it's like you don't learn anything.
1: Yeah, exactly. It's gonna keep
0: happening to different people.
1: And the problem with cancel culture is everybody jumps on board with this agreement. The whole group agrees that it was wrong and the person has no leg to stand on, no way to defend themselves. Doesn't matter what they say, it's already invalid because everyone decided they're cancelled, 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 and they label him cancelled. And you can't do anything. You're you in a hole that you can't dig yourself out of. It's really, really oppressive like it's oppressive it squashes you down and there's no way you can get out
0: yeah and i really don't even feel like it's a large majority of people that agree i feel like again it's the loudest people you mm-hmm. have a small group that just wants to make wrong and they're the loudest and there's not enough people almost like us that are like it was not cool but what is losing a job gonna do yeah. you know and i almost feel like we need to stand up and be like no no You know, I just feel like the noisy ones is a small group, but they're loud.
1: They are the loudest ones. I think, firstly, you have to realize that somebody is innocent until being proven guilty. In the whole Me Too movement, which I support the movement, obviously, but what happened was somebody would come forth as saying, I had a sexual misencounter with him or whatever. Mm -hmm. Now, just because there was an accusation, the guy would get fired. And later on, turns out it wasn't true. But now he's been fired. There's been smear campaigns about him and he was guilty before being proven innocent. Mm -hmm. That's not okay. And that's what's also happening with cancel culture. People are writing the person off without giving them a chance to even say anything. Yeah, It's really destructive. So again, what you should do is realize, hey, first of all, we loved them before. Secondly, we need to control our own feelings. And thirdly, they need to take responsibility, but it doesn't mean we need to destroy them and agree with this major campaign against them. Mm-hmm. We overall want to spread love. They're doing good things and they did something wrong, which they now need to handle.
0: Yeah. And I really think they'd be willing to handle it. Totally. They and not even would. because they're afraid of getting fired. I think people really have this core thing of once people make them aware that they did something wrong, they want to make it right.
1: Yeah, exactly. People are good and they want to do good. Mm-hmm. So... Don't create injustice. Just put gentle justice, get them in line, and after that, back to spreading the love.
0: Yeah, and don't support people who cancel people.
1: Exactly. So how does this now tie into friendships? How does this tie into Mm -hmm. relationships? What do you think, Mariah?
0: I think we've talked about this in our friendship podcast a little bit, so I think we should just touch upon it, but it's good to talk about since we are talking about cancel culture because people do cancel friends as well. They'll see that their friends, oh, I don't do drugs. My friend did drugs, and they're not my friend anymore. I don't want them in my life. And it's like, great, I think that's good of you to not like drugs. I stand for that. But that's when your friend needs you the most.
1: Yeah, the friendship is tested when the person does something wrong. Are you Mm -hmm. still there for them and are you still their friend? And friends are going to do things against you. Maybe your friend went and flirted with your ex and because of that you decided she's no longer my friend and that's it. Mm -hmm. And then you kind of in a way micro cancel her and you tell everyone and now they all don't like her so Mm -hmm. listen to the friendship podcast if you haven't yet the principles that we spoke about in this podcast apply also to the concept of friends and workplaces and so forth Yeah. now before we wrap up there's an important thing that Mariah was actually wanting to (laughs) add to the prenup (laughs) podcast which came just before this one
0: yeah so So we always say in our podcast that we're like oh we probably forgot to say something and we're gonna wish we said it and it's been a week of this on my mind Uh that I'm so mad that I forgot to say this
1: yeah first of all, if you haven't yet, episode 15, did we get a prenup? Listen to it. And Mariah, tell us.
0: Okay, so what I forgot to tell you guys is if you are someone who's engaged or you're going to get married at some point in your life, I really think you should speak with a lawyer or just do more research of all your options, even if you're set on whatever it is you're set on, whether it's 50-50 or I'm set on a prenup or I'm set on whatever thing that you want, talk to a lawyer because I have to say it made our relationship so much stronger just from those few meetings because it was so uncomfortable to talk about because they make you confront the not so nice side of marriage. You're literally going into the meeting like, We were like, we're getting married in a week. Mm -hmm. We're so in love. The most in love we've ever been. We're getting married in a week. And they're bringing up, okay, but what if he cheats on you and steals all your money and does this, 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 this. And you're like, I don't want to think about that. We're getting married. Mm -hmm. But they force you to think about it. Because anyway, it it ties into like our shit and shine episode Mm -hmm. about how you can't have the good if you can't have the bad. And I thought it was so awesome that before we got married, we literally thought of what is the shit side of getting married?
1: Correct. And by being able to face it, you can control it better Mm -hmm. because the only things that really hit you hard, the only time that the shit hits the fan is when you didn't control certain parts.
0: Yeah. When you don't want to look at it.
1: Yeah. You didn't face them. You didn't think about them. And all of a sudden, oh my God, the shit hit the fan with anything in business. All of a sudden you have an emergency because you didn't look at something and it got bad. So we looked at it all And it actually made us think about it. And now we can create on the good.
0: Yeah. And I have to say, like, for me, it's always been a thing of, like, I don't want to get married and then get a divorce. I really didn't want a divorce. And the fact that we sat and, like you said, perfectly, it gives us more control. Mm -hmm. I really felt so good about, like, I know what happens. If anything bad does happen, I know exactly how it's going to be handled for the most part. It
1: makes you look at the 0.0001% of what could go wrong. And you can actually look it in the eyes, Yeah, you know, and you look at it and that is how you get on top of it.
0: Yeah. Yeah, so I really highly recommend anyone who wants to get married to do that. It will just increase your relationship strength a lot.
1: Absolutely. And again, getting a prenup or not getting a prenup, either way, it doesn't mean that you're going to cheat on one another. It doesn't mean you're going to get a divorce. It doesn't mean that you're setting your relationship up for failure. There's many other aspects to it, and that's what we talk about in the episode. Mm-hmm. So check it out. Thank you so much for listening to this. It means a lot. Every time someone tunes in, it means a lot to us.
0: <laughs> yes, and if we don't get canceled, we'll see you guys next week. <laughs>
1: exactly. So thank you, thank you. Please share this. If you can, please give us a good rating on Apple Podcast or follow and subscribe. And what else should we say, Mariah?
0: Shout out to my dad for commenting.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, he <laughs> gave us an awesome review. Yeah,
0: it was really cute.
1: Thank you, thank you to all of you and to Patrick.
0: Yeah, love you dad
1: (laughs) And we'll see you on the next podcast The adventure
0: continues